You're listening to Scratching and Thriving Podcast on Exposure TV Network. I'm Dr. A, an educator and entrepreneur. And I'm Brandon, a healthcare executive and lifestyle guru. And we are two longtime friends who are passionate professionals committed to empowering people to thrive both professionally and personally. Yo, check this out. This sticks. And you rocking with the Scratching and Thriving Podcast with A and Brandy. Hey, Brandon. How are you? I am well, Adrian. How are you? I well. How's life? Pretty good. Pretty good. Can't complain. Okay, How about too. you? Oh, I'm fine. You know, got the move done. Finally getting life unpacked. More unbothered than normal, which is great. How's the uh, pandemic up there? About the same. Um, things are starting to open back up and more people are getting vaccinated. Schools are going back to in-person learning, planning trips. I mean, things are starting to look more like pre-COVID times, for better or for worse, you know. Yeah, same down here. We lost a few of the good rest, the small businesses and good restaurants, stuff like that. But for the most part, we are getting back to normal. Mm-hmm. I hope that means that the uh, music industry can get back to normal. I hope we don't go fully back to normal. I think, you know, there's some things that we've learned from the pandemic that we can keep. There are things that we've learned about ourselves, about what we can do, especially with things like work from home, community, all those kinds of things that, you know, we didn't necessarily put much stock in before. Agreed. And speaking of making a difference in the community, you know, a lot of artists who haven't been able to perform and do those concerts and stuff like that have now become very involved in charities. Yeah. And giving back, finding a way to give back and connect with the people. Agreed. In fact, we have one today on our show Mm -hmm. that has really made a huge difference in the South California, Watts, Los Angeles area. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Sticks. Welcome. Kind of tell our audience about Sticks and who you are. Absolutely. Pleasure. Honor to be here. My name is Sticks, born and raised in Watts, California. I'm an artist, producer, songwriter, entrepreneur, activist. I'm here to serve and save. Whatever that may mean, that's what I'm here to do. What was it like growing up in Watts? I'll just say, let's start with it's perspective, right? Mm-hmm. Good and bad is perspective. So mm-hmm. there was a lot of things that occurred growing up in the neighborhood of Watts. Obviously, there was you know, heavy gang activity. Uh, We experienced a lot of unfortunate episodes, losing family members and friends. But it did teach me resilience. It taught Mm -hmm. me how to survive. That's what Watts mean. We are taught to survive. You know, it taught me how to uh, persevere. You know, they call it what? Street Mm -hmm. smart. You know, it taught me a lot about how to navigate through systems, bureaucracy, you know, how to navigate dealing with treacherous situations, you know, and it taught me a lot about the cultural environment, politics in regards to how messed up an area could be, knowing that there are resources out there that could allow it to not happen, mm-hmm. you know. So it taught me a lot growing up in the hood. So that 
pretty much that's what it was like going up mm-hmm. in Watts. Yeah, perspective matters. I mean, I grew up in someplace similar to Watts in the Midwest. And, you know, it's all it really is all in how you can city. Okay, I know I know a little <laughs> bit about that. Man, it's, it's, well, tough, it's rough out there. I got I both of y'all. Of I, mean, I grew up in Memphis. <laughs> oh, man, you for sure. You for, you for sure had a rough thing. Memphis and Kansas City. Let Jeez. me tell you. And it really is all about perspective. How you see the world, you can look at it and it can be negative and down or you can learn from it. Right. And it's how you take the and, experiences too. So tell us how you got involved in the music industry. Absolutely. Back in about 2003 was mm-hmm. my transition from crump dancing. You know, I was a part of that whole dance move, Duke movement. Um, part of the founders mm-hmm. who created that dance style and brought it to the forefront commercially when i was pretty much done with the dancing phase of my life ready to start a new chapter you know it was what's next and i was always a a fan of music hip-hop music to be at that i said you know i wanted to start rap rapping because i had a very close friend by the name of bad luck who was already you know going to studios and he was you know he's from watts as well and he was working with Grammy award-winning producer mm. by the name of Rick Rude. Oh, okay. Rick Rude produced Cater to You by Destiny's Child, Destiny's Child and co-produced Lose My Breath by Destiny's Child. So, you know, I used to go to the studio and watch them get in. And I was like, man, I want to do that. So um, Bad Luck gave me my first pen and okay, pad. Cool, cool. So and the rest was history. You know, we that. like to ask our, especially musical guests, if there was one genre of music you could listen to all the time, and it's the only one you could listen to, which one would you choose? R&B. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all? Because I think I can sing. Who's your favorite artist? Man, do we even got to ask that question? I mean, you know, the queen. You know what I'm Aretha? saying? Aretha? The queen. <laughs> okay, because I'm trying to ask. Who? Oh, my bad. That's what we gonna Mar- do Are we going to do Mary J? That's, that's what we're going to do Okay. Gonna do who we doing? That's all. Oh, we really going to do that today, huh? You know the queen are we talking about Beyonce? the greatest of all, of all time. Okay, on, okay, man. okay. I can't, I look, I can't hate on yes, that. I can't hate right. on that. I agree. That's our You know, because <laughs> that's true. But, you know, my favorite uh, R&B singer is Babyface. Hands down. <laughs> so. Oh, I love it. Yes. Amazing. So. Amazing. One of the greatest ever. Greatest well, ever. Well, that's true. Absolutely. Because he's a fantastic writer. Not only pick up a microphone, but pick up a pen. Yeah. <laughs> and, a, and, and, a, and a guitar. So speaking of, <laughs> that's that's speaking of artists, if you could collab with somebody, who would it be? <laughs> B. Okay. Cole. Okay. J. Electronica. Shout okay. out to homie mm-hmm. K-Dot. I would you know, oh, yeah, she's hot Kendrick, right uh, her, her. And, you know, I, I would probably just because of mm-hmm. my son and his generation, probably collab with like a Uzi or a Fabio right. Warren or somebody like that just to right. stay relevant. In that, so how do you balance generation? all of this with your philanthropic work, your music career, being a father and just all that you do? How are you balancing all of that? Man, God, shoot, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, they say you don't put too much on your plate that you can't handle, right? So I, I, I cannot even begin to help explain how it's even balanced and juggled, you know, being running, you know, a few businesses, right. a, a foundation, 
and being a father and a husband and a you know a, bro- a brother a uncle a cousin mm-hmm. you know being all of the above and being a leader to to a lot a large amount of people out there it's uh i don't i don't think there's no formula i don't have the answers to how it happens all i know is i just mm-hmm. refuse to say no on being successful whatever my you know cuz with success, you have to measure your own success. You have to know what your success is. You don't compare your success to anyone else's. People get caught up chasing somebody else's success. You know, oh, I want to be like, you know, 50. I want to be like, you know, Aretha. I want to be like, you know, whoever it is that they chasing and they look at what they've obtained physically, mm-hmm. not knowing that, that that might not even be success to them. Mm-hmm. Success to them might just be taking care of their family and having seven kids or something. You know, you never know. So it's very important to, to identify self and know what's important to you instead of comparing what's important to other people or seeing what other people are doing. You have to measure your own success. Create right. and then execute. Right. Tell us success. about ThinkWatch and your foundation. So ThinkWatch is twofold, right? There's ThinkWatch. Just the company, the Inc., the, the corporation. Then there's ThinkWatch Foundation. ThinkWatch, under the for-profit side, will fall the music, the TV, the film, mm-hmm. the, you know, the merch, the everything in that to that capacity, right? And then ThinkWatch Foundation is everything community, everything that serves mm-hmm. uh, someone other than myself. And Think Watch Foundation, you know, we've, we've done everything from financial literacy programming to uh, rental assistance, utility bill assistance. That's awesome. We've done, uh, we do weekly food drives. We're building a youth soccer club, you know, primarily focusing on black individuals. That's awesome. Ages four to, four, ages four to 13. And uh, it's just about introducing, you know, African-Americans our blacks mm-hmm. are what we want to call our culture to a whole new avenue, a new sport that actually has a huge payout mm-hmm. and a huge opportunity, especially if you can go global. They're itching for more of our culture to be a right. part of the sport. And soccer is the biggest sport in the world. So I'm just interested in introducing our culture to that sport. So I built a youth program and we're slowly building that partner with Adidas and LAFC and Nice. Angel City, the the women's soccer team that's in L.A., you know, just building a lot of programming. And, you know, we've served we've just dropped water that's awesome. boxes that's pumping fresh filtered water in the community of Watts. I partner with Jaden, Jaden Smith. So we're going to the goal is to drop 10 of these all throughout Watts. And uh, we drop one. Uh, the next one drops March the 13th or 17th, one of those. Mm-hmm. And you know, Watts has an mm-hmm. environmental issue. A lot, of, a lot of lead, a lot, a lot of just unfortunate, unfortunate toxins and and just chemicals that float through our piping system. So I wanted to figure out how can how can we alleviate the stresses mm-hmm. of even the water? You know, it's a true stat that exists that you live twelve years less oh. in the wow. growing up in the neighborhood of Watts because of the water. There is a large number of autism and birth defects caused huh. because of the water. People don't even know that you taking a bath could even be a result of future issues. And I just was 
Wow. That information was just brought to my attention this weekend. That's very interesting because we knew about Flint, but we didn't know anything about Watts Water being like that. Yeah, man. It's it's just toe up. It's terrible, man. It's um it's a, where do you guys put the box? We put them in heavy traffic areas, like where there's a lot of people, like homeless who may be around or individuals. Okay. You know, like I said, heavy traffic, like maybe they just got off the train station. Or uh I know in one the the location, the first one we dropped is at a center called WLCAC, Watts Labor and Community Action Center. A lot of people come there to try to get jobs and get resources in regards to reentry uh, programming because they had probably just got out of jail and looking for some type of service or housing. You know, so we put there's a lot of traffic that comes through there. So we definitely dropped a water box there. Mm-hmm. How do you think COVID has affected the foundation do you think that it's been super help the foundation has been super helpful during covid or do you think covid's hindered the progress and the work y'all trying to do oh man i've done more uh, more things during covid than not during covid and you know it's, it's duality right whenever there is extreme negativity there's extreme positive out there could be an extreme positive outcome that's just science you know it's plus and minus so during covid we've been able to actually pivot and do a lot of positive things while there's a lot of negativity occurring. Unfortunately, we can't do anything about, you know, the the effects and of people passing away, unfortunately. And, you know, um, condolences to anyone who has lost because, you know, my family and, and I, we we've lost a few family members due to COVID. But as far as the foundation being able to serve more, we've definitely stepped up big time with uh, food restoration in regards to food distributions, essential goods, we've helped out teachers, we've paid rents uh, on all of the holidays like Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas. We've stepped up really, really big and we've been able to do some amazing, amazing things for the community and abroad because we've been able to scale not only just in Watts, but we've you know touched Compton, we touched Torrance, we've touched Inglewood, we touched South Central LA, we've touched a, a few areas. So I'm very thankful for that. That's awesome. That's what's up. Yeah. So you have some new music yep, yep. that just mm-hmm. dropped. Tell us about that. Absolutely. Megawatts Born in the Riots is part one of the tr- Megawatts trilogy. Very excited about this one. Uh, it represents a feel. That took place during the 1965 Watts Rebellion. The news called it the Watts Riots, but there's a reason why mm-hmm. people was tearing, tearing everything up, right? You know, once right. one, mm-hmm. once again, there was an individual called named Marquette Fry who got pulled over for alleged drunk driving, and they pulled him on his car and they beat him up. Then they beat his mom and beat his brother when they tried to come outside and stop the police from doing it. But it was beyond that. It was, you know, there was a lack of resources at the time. Unemployment was mm-hmm. very high uh, mm-hmm. during this time period. It, the people were just fed up, you know, were feeling neglected. That area and territory was just forgotten about. And there was no assistance coming to the neighborhood of Watts. So, you know, Marquette Fry being pulled over and beat is like the straw that broke the camel's back, as they say. 
the album reflects that time period, right? The beginning and the birth of that time period. There's a lot of soulful type samples that reflect the type of music that was popular during the 60s uh, and mid and late 60s. And then it's everything else is concepts that reflect back then, but also reflect present day time, what we're going through today. And I noticed that the album is a trilogy. Yeah, so we got Megawatts Born in the Riots, Megawatts Raised in the Riots, and then Megawatts The Return of Marquette Fry. Mm-hmm. It all is a cohesive body. Born in the Riots reflects the birth of when it first starts off. So we don't really know. We can't really feel the aggression, but we see that something is going on. There's a lot of issues. There's a lot of problems that we're looking at. There's a lot of police. There's a lot of injustices happening. So that's us being conscious. The raised in the riots is that aggression, that anger when we were burning everything down. So it'll be a lot more aggressive type music and a lot more concepts that reflect just a bit more of the uh, pain and, and just I'm tired of it attitude. And then the return of Marquette Fry represents everything that feels good. It represents the culture. It represents just a little bit more up-tempo and upbeat feel. The reason why it's called that is I watched the interview when uh, Marquette had just got out of jail. <laughs> he was like excited. I'm like, yo, you just got beat up and people tearing up everything, looting and riding for six days. But Marquette was like, man, I shoot, I'm happy to be out of jail. And, and it's funny, you would think he would be like super upset and ready to go you know, sue and tear it up, but he was just happy to be out. Yeah, thankful. You know I mean? yeah. So, so what do you do in so, your yeah. spare time at Sticks? I know that you may not have much spare time being a father, uncle, brother, son, entrepreneur, philanthropist, and musician. <laughs> do you have any spare time? And if you do, what do you do in your spare time? There is no spare time. Hey. I, I just mm-hmm. occupy all the time with things that I am happy to be a part of or happy to do. Like one thing that doesn't involve the foundation or being an artist or something like that is like coaching my son's basketball team, you know, Mm -hmm. or making running errands for my wife's business. She has two businesses that she's running right now. One, a habanero Mm -hmm. sauce line called Bunya Ras because no. you know, oh, okay. the family's from Belize. She's Belizean culture. So you are, it's a habanero sauce. And then she also has a vegan Belizean oh. food business as you well. You know what? I love Belize. Um, I went down there probably about four or five years ago. It's, it's hot, okay. but it's a good time. Come through, Belize. Come I love through. Belize. It's, it's <laughs> like, it's so interesting because Belize has like, uh, like a hundred and plus different cultures on that Four or five mile island. It's amazing mm-hmm. down there. It's a uh, it's beautiful, man. So, you know, that's I would what I if if I was to call it spare time, that's what uh, I occupy my time that has nothing to do with you know think what's or the foundation. Good. So you got this new album out. Your foundation is making strides. How can people get involved and support the foundation? And then how can they stream your music so they can listen? Absolutely. You can first start by going to www.thinkwatchfoundation.org. If you want to donate, check out what we're doing, get more information on what the foundation is all about. Or you can follow us on Instagram at, at thinkwatts. And for the music, you can go to thinkwatts.com. 
or you can follow me on Instagram personally at at Watts Sticks. Get get involved. Get in tune. Tap in. Check it out. Thank you, sir. We appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> we had a good time today, sir. We appreciate talking to you. Absolutely. No, it was, it was incredible, man. I appreciate y'all. You know, allowing me to 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 hang with y'all audio. Oh, wise. absolutely. All right, Adrian. I think you know what. I think that we did uh, preach a word to the folks today. All right. Good conversation. Mm-hmm. And we want to hear how you're thriving. Right. So let right. us know. What's your definition for success? What does it take for you to thrive? What has been your experience? We want to hear that from you. So share it with us so that we can learn from your experiences and other people, some of our other listeners and thrivers can learn as well. Right. And look us up on Instagram, Facebook, and send us emails because we do want to hear your success stories. And, you know, we also want to hear those things that you may be struggling with because, you know, we may be young, but we've been through a whole lot of trials and tribulations that Mm -hmm. we can tell you how to, to overcome some of these humps. I'm just telling you.